We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Gaming Golf Edition of the Waste Management Open, also known as the WM Open Phoenix, uh, or WM Phoenix Open, where we talk about an unprecedentedly strong field out in Phoenix, especially after last week's come down. And we'll wrap up what happened at Pebble, coming up right after the intro. Everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf, the WM Phoenix Open Preview Edition. Guys, how's it going? How was your weekend? Uh, it was pretty good. I'm, I'm my kids uh, recovered from the flu. That was my. It was like a. It was not the most uh, exciting weekend here in yeah. Texas, but I'm very happy for you, and I, I'm proud of you for just staying. This, this is going to be just a golf preview. You're going to stay focused, even as your Bengals prepare, <laughs> just days away. Uh, just to stay laser focused on golf. So I'm excited. Laser focus is exactly how people describe me all the time, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> it's like my strongest trait. No, all, all that, all that time. I didn't ask Jeff about the college football championship game. Cause his team lost in the semifinals yet. He keeps bringing up the super bowl. It's just like, it just shots fired over there. I mean, I don't know how you're going to feel. I, I would imagine <laughs> it's probably different, but I didn't feel that bad about losing a semifinal. Cause I, I don't know. It's just different. I mean, there's, the final four in college football is still something to celebrate. Whereas I don't know the NFL. It's like, I actually, you, actually don't either the, the hour yeah. after the game I did, but then as I like looked at that game, saw some stuff, red stats, I thought, I think the Rams were a better team. So I'm, I'm actually okay with it now. But it's kind of weird. Cause part of me is like, Oh, it should all be like bonus gravy right now. We're a four seed. Yeah. We're a young team on the rise. BS. It's, it's gonna hurt. It's so hard. Worse. It's so hard to get there. You gotta win when you get there. Yeah. Ask Josh Allen how easy it is to get to the Super Bowl. You know, he didn't even get to the conference championship game despite playing an amazing game. You know, and now I have. Yeah. And I we've lost two Super Bowls to Scott's te- stupid team. So uh, and it, it hurt badly. And I was a kid. I, I can only imagine what it'd be like now. So, anyways, forget I, about I, that. I've, I've had that happen twice in the last eight years. I can tell you, it hurts. Yeah. Well, I, I will I say, and this is this is the nicest thing I can do for you, Erickson. Is I, while I come on here and I've had some success picking golf over, through the course of this podcast, I'm not a very good NFL uh, prognosticator. So this is the best <laughs> thing I do for you. I am picking the Rams to win the game. You're <laughs> welcome. 
You're welcome. Thank you. That's, that's I, all speak, I can do for you. When I speak, I, well, speak of you, I will speak well. I truly think the Rams will win, and I'm picking them, so you're welcome. That's yeah. that's all I can do for you. It's your gift. It's your gift. I appreciate it there. You know, we, we all got to have our gifts. Let's start. Let's uh, recap a little bit of last week. Uh, for a long, long time, I thought it was going to be the uh, Seamus Power Show. Then the weekend happened. Uh, then we thought, it, okay, it's Cantlay. He's definitely going to run away with it now. He's the big name. Oh, no, it's Speed. No, no, wait. It's Tom Hoagie all along. And uh, interesting tournament. You know, not a great field, but, man, the weather, the, the course was gorgeous on Sunday. It was fun to see the coverage. What were your takeaway from the, takeaways from the weekend? We'll start with Jeff. My takeaways was the PGA Tour got about the best it could have hoped for with that field. You know, having yeah. Spieth make a run, Cantlay hang around, uh, Spieth cheat death on Saturday. You know, you, had, you even yeah. had viral moments along the way with, with the tournament. So I think all in all, uh, given the distraction and, you know, as we've kind of touched on in this podcast, the looming threat of a potential rival league, I think the tour got about as best of it could have hoped for in terms of entertainment in addition to scenery from Pebble Beach. I thought, I thought the broadcast was better than usual, too. I thought they, like, showed more golf and less, like, celebrity interviews with yeah. Larry the Cable Guy and stuff like that. So I thought it was pretty good. And I don't know. You do a Sunday at Pebble, like, you know, and can't land speed. They're up there. But I don't really care all that much who's playing as long as it's good players. And it's just so beautiful. The, the, it was a beautiful day. And, you know, Hoagie's uh, – Hoagie's 16 and 17 was really impressive. I mean, it's not like Speed lost it. I mean, he did have the bogey there. But, you know, Hoagie went and won that tournament the last few holes. Sure did. And it was a good week for you, Scott. Uh, not massive cash, but cashing across the board is good. Yeah. Uh, that, that worked out well. Who was the key to your success? Uh, it was just it was kind of an overall good drafting week. I've been, like, really hitting on the, the cheap and mid guys and then kind of missing on the top guys. It kind of keeps me from winning a bunch of money. But, yeah, I had two lineups. They both cashed in tournaments and in and in cash games. Uh, it was kind of hitting the, hitting the mid guys, the 7,000s. And uh, I forget who it was, but I had uh, – I forget who we mentioned, but I can't remember now. But we had a couple guys in the sixes that made the cut. I had a six to six and a five of six. So it was just kind of solid play. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick was really good. Uh, Behazen, Hoot. I'm going to let Jeff say because he does it better. But he he ended up in the the top twenty. Also, there's just a lot of guys in like the he finished like tenth to tenth to twenty fifth in there. And it's a uh, it was a nice uh, a nice weekend of cashing. And just uh, I need to hit those top guys a little better because I need you got to get the winner of the second place guy to win some real money. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some weeks where I like the two weeks ago, I had the, the two guys in the playoff, but I also had two guys miss the cut and I was just barely cashing. And that, that was, it's not as fun doing that. Let's turn our attention to uh, the uh, WM Phoenix open. Uh, it's, it's no longer the waste management Phoenix open. They kind of shortened that up just a little bit there. Still the same tournament, still played at Scottsdale. Uh, still, uh, uh, you know, uh, TPC Scottsdale fun course. I think shots gained approach is going to be the key to this course again, like every other week. But uh, at any rate, what do we expect generally from this tournament? I mean, I like off the tee too a lot. I think this is a course that this is like classic desert golf. It rewards power. Um, it certainly approaches. I, I had to dig it out of what Kepka did last year. Certainly he has the power game, but he also only missed 10 greens all week. Um, and of course he had a, a a hole out for Eagle on the 17th hole. It kind of just clinched for him in the end. So I think it's that classic mix of power can be rewarded, but if you've got the precision going along with it, now you're talking about the combo that's that's ready to win this week. Yeah, I shift a little more towards ball striking rather than approach. What I, you know, more be from a normal tournament, but uh, it's just a fun. It's just a fun tournament. It's a great field. We have 18 of the top 30 here. Um, you know, it's just fun. Leading up to Sunday in the Super Bowl, it's a fun tournament. At 16 is 
you know, what you think about 16 is if it's too corporate now, but it's still really fun to watch. And um, I just love this stretch. I love from, um, you know, Torrey to Pebble to Phoenix back to Riviera. It's like my favorite four weeks of the year, back to back to back in the, you know, as a West Coast guy, I love these. I love these tournaments. I love these tracks. And um, this is a, a deep field, which means that we can get some cheap guys. You know, last week we saw a lot of cheap guys were really tough. But, you know, as the, as the fields get better, those uh, those kind of middle, second, third tier guys get pushed down a little bit. You look at some of the names we had in the 9,000s last week compared to like Xander Shoffley and Jordan Speed this week in the 9,000s. So you can you can just see right. when you get those elite guys, everybody get pushed down a little bit. You can kind of play different lineups. Uh, you know, last week was hard to get stars and scrubs. You know, if you want to do it this week, there's a lot more options. Yeah. Only 132 players in the field. So – you got to get your six of six, I think, this week too. Let's, and we're, we're back to a thirty-six hole cut too, which is nice. It's just a, it's, yep. it kind of just back to regular golf this week. Yep, that's right. One course, no uh, showdown play in Monterey yeah. Peninsula, of course. Although that didn't quite work, Power just kind of blew that up a little bit actually, because he, he Seamus Power actually dominated at Spyglass and Pebble, and then fell apart at Monterey, which is weird. But there's, uh, there's a difference between MPCC and MPCC with a lead on the weekend, which is uh, which was that's a also big, a very big good factor. Point, yeah, for yeah, sure, absolutely. All right, uh, full pretty strong, really really strong field this week. In the in the five digit figures, uh, ten thousand or more, we got John Rom at eleven six, JT at eleven thousand, Cantlay at ten seven, Hideki at ten four, Victor Hovland, the hottest golfer on any country that's not the U.S. Uh, or at least in tournaments played there so far is at ten two. He hasn't played in the U.S. in a while, so uh, except since Kapalua. So welcome to have him back, Scott. We'll start with you. Are you taking anybody in this tier? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's such a good tier. Like, there's no way to argue against Rom except for the fact that he's 11 six. But I mean, he's right. uh, he's 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 three top tens here, never worse than 16th. Um, he's played three tournaments so far in 2022. He's third, 14th, and second. Um, he's gained in tee to green and approach all three times. There's it, it's just he's so good. If you want to build it, you can. Um, if you play, if you start with Rom, the rest of your team you have. Uh, an average of 7,700 to play with. So, you know, you're just, you're kind of jumping down the sevens right away. I do like a lot of sevens, but I prefer a build with one of the tens and one of the nines. I think it works a little better. You get two of those guys. You kind of have the same average salary left after that. Um, I'm going Victor Hovland this week. Uh, just crazy hot around the world. He's won three of his last five tournaments. Um, he was bad at TOC, but most of that was around the green. He just kind of struggled around the greens, but um, he won his last tournament in late January in Dubai. And then he was fourth in Abu Dhabi the week before. Just Playing well, he won Mayakoba and Hero in November and December. Just playing great, and at ten two, I like the discount from him off Rom. Yeah, I Rom certainly deserves to be the top billing and does so for a while, but especially here. I mean, not Scott mentioned the course history. He's also an Arizona Sun Devil. We forget he went to university there, so who knows how many times he's played this course in his life. So. Uh, yeah, the stars and scrubs model is in play here. And if you're going to pick a star, I probably would do Rom. I, I think Justin Thomas is tempting. I think, I think he's, his game is just coming together. He has that combination of power. And then when the rest of his game comes together, he can, you know, he's a guy who can win by six, potentially. There's only a few guys on, on in pro golf who can win and not only win, but dominate while doing so. But I like, I, with Scott and kind of like, I want to go down to the nines because all these guys are great, but there's, there's a few guys one tier down that I feel like belong in this tier. And then you can just start to build a more well-rounded team around it. So that's where I look. If you, if you want to play game theory, is anybody going to have Hideki this week? I was just going to bring him up two time winner here, guys, two times. And he's won this year. He's going to get so lost between, between those guys, right between Cantlay and Hovland. Like I just don't think anybody's going to click him this week. And he's going to be like 5% rostered. And, and Spieth is at 99. People are going to go use him. People are going to use sure. Xander. 
who contended until 17 last year and what led until 17 didn't contend he led uh, until yep. then uh oh man i i gotta think i think that's a interesting spot i think i would i, I might have to build one around him there all that's right good idea yeah i like it i like it Nine thousands, a lot of good names here too, as as, as befitting a strong field. Speed at ninety nine, Xander ninety seven, Brooks at ninety four, Burns at and, and Brooks won last year for crying out loud. Burns at ninety three, Berger ninety two, Scheffler ninety one, and Bubba Watson, who uh, lost thanks to Harold Varner's eagle uh, fringe putt last week in Saudi. Uh, he's at nine thousand. Jeff Ritter, who do you like in this range? Give me the tier. I mean, this is like this is why I sort of, as much as I like Rom, and I say it a lot that I think he has a chance to be number one by a wide margin by the end of this year. This is a great tier. Shoffle, I mean, it's got to happen soon, right? He's going to win somewhere. We know he's a great fit for this course. Sooner or later, it's got to click. Kepka, to me, I, I, this feels like a discount. Is it the blonde hair? I, what am I missing? I feel I, the, cut, I, he feels, the cut last time he, he played. He, he feels he feels mispriced though. I think yeah, he yeah. Missed, it's often miscut, but I I don't know. I'm very tempted uh, to go with Kepka off this year. I'm not scared of one miscut. I think this is one of his honey tracks. He's another guy that just loves desert golf. Fits his game. And then you know, Scotty Scheffler's another one that I think. It's coming, right? Like he's got the power game, and, and again, just feels like it should fit this course. He's got a pretty decent history here. If I'm trying to pull that up, I had that up earlier. I thought I wrote it down. Scheffler was on my. He was uh, he was seventh seventh last seventh year. Last missed, year, yeah, yeah, missed the cut in 2020, but seventh last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about 2020, but yeah. seventh play. You know, he's a different guy now. A year later, uh, I like him a lot as well this week. Yeah, we Scott. Uh, we're we're aligned. I think that uh, I think Xander's going to be popular, but ninety seven hundred. He's uh, he was second here last year. He's played her four years. Never been out of the top seventeen. Like just contending every time. Um, I play him over Speed this week. I go ninety seven over ninety nine there. And then I, I really like Scotty Scheffler too. I mean, he he hit it so well at Farmers. Uh, was that two weeks ago? Um, he was uh, he gained five point nine tee to green, gained five point seven approach. He just lost in putting. Otherwise, he might have been right there. Um, he finished twentieth, but just hit the ball so well. T seven here last year. I just feel I, I feel like it's got to be it's got to be a win here at some point for Chevrolet. Usually plays well in really good fields, so I, I do like him a lot this week. The interesting guy in this range is, is Daniel Berger at ninety two hundred because he has been fantastic striking the ball for about a year. Um, he last lost T to green in May of twenty twenty one. He last lost an approach in February twenty twenty one. That was at this tournament last year. Um, he did miss the cut last year, but he has three top elevens. And he's, he's going to be severely under-rostered because of the back last week and pulling out. People are going to be freaking out that he's going to withdraw after, after a round. Um, Berger's one of the better players in the field at 9,200, but it's just how much do you trust the back? Because back injuries in golf are very scary. Yeah, so let me throw the, answer your own question. How much do you trust the back? I think I'm going to have uh, – I'm going to put him in one lineup. I think that uh, he's too good to not take a little bit of a shot. I probably won't be my main lineup. I'd play Scheffler over him in main lineup just for a little bit of a safety there just because I don't trust back issues. You, you hope maybe if he um, – you know, he's going to practice rounds today and tomorrow, maybe we'll get a little bit of word from him, maybe do an interview or something, and if he's if it's bugging him, he'll pull out. But if he uh, if he tees it up on Thursday, I have a pretty good uh, – you know, you got to think he has a pretty good feel of uh, playing over the weekend, at least he hopes to, and I, I'm going to throw him in one lineup. All right. Let's move on to the 8,000s. But before we do that, quick note from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back. Uh, We are discussing the WM Phoenix Open. Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter and Scott Jenstad. We're moving on to the $8,000 tier in DraftKings. Uh, Tony Finau's at 89. Louis making his, uh, I think this is his 2022 debut, if I'm not mistaken. Um, He's at 88. Fitzpatrick's at 87. Webb Simpson's at 86. Adam Scott at 85. Seamus Power, 84. Corey Connors, 83. Russell Henley, 82. Tom Hoagie, fresh off the win at 81. And Harris English at 8,000. Scott, how do you feel about this tier? And is there anybody you like here? There Jeff, here are some people I like. It's a, it's a good tier of solid names. I think a lot of people are going to go Webb Simpson after he won here. Uh, in 2020, top 20 in the last six of the last seven years. Um, I like the price right above him. I like going back to Matthew Fitzpatrick. Played mm-hmm. really solidly last week. Uh, just, you know, really consistently. He was never, you know, making a full run. He was hot on Thursday, and then he just kind of ended up with I think he f- finished uh, T6 last week. 
Um, first time playing here, but uh, you know he was uh, he was first and tied for second in his two Euro events uh, to kind of end 2021. We talked about him a bunch last week. I like going back to him again. I think the price point is really good for him. Uh, if you like if you like Corey Connors, this is a ball striking course. He is uh, he's a, always a solid ball striker. Missed the last two cuts, and I think maybe that helps his uh, roster percentage probably be fairly low. He lost four and a half strokes putting at Farmers, which really killed him. Uh, 17th here last year, so I think he's a pretty good spot for him. And then finally, I, I think Russell Henley is kind of overlooked. He just doesn't fit that big name in this tier, but he was 14th at Amex. He was second at Sony his two starts here. He gained hugely T to green and approach at Sony. He gained really well in Amex of the two rounds that we had um, shot track on. So just a guy that's striking the ball really well and at a price range where like maybe not everybody jumps. If he was in the 7,000s, I think everybody would be like, oh, I really like Russell Henley. But there's so many names in the eights. I think maybe he goes a little bit overlooked this week. I love the Fitzpatrick pick. I was you, you sniped me there. Um, <clears throat> I think Webb Simpson. I agree that when I went through the board, that's first name I circled was how's this is a guy. This is one of his honey tracks. Um, you know, he's not a top ten player currently, but he's probably going to be very popular in 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 the daily fantasy like this. But I, he's very tempting in a one and done pool, which we'll get to later. I know, but Simpson's tempting. I also mm. I agree. I agree with most of the guys you said. I also think I don't know. Tom Hoagie, do we want to ride the wave there at that price? That still feels like a low price for a guy. I guess we're going to compare the two. I would take, if you talk about the Seamus Power week, I like the guy who comes in feeling great about himself versus the guy that kind of lost it on on last weekend. So if you're comparing the two guys in the same tier, I would take Hoagie over Power. Um, Counterpoint. Ride the the momentum. Counterpoint, Hoagie, you know, played with the lead like in the last group a few weeks before, finished second at the American Express. Maybe use that to take him to the next level. You know, he got used to playing, you know, being playing with the lead on the weekend. Power hasn't had that experience. Now he has. Maybe he won't spit the bit next time. And he didn't spit the bit. He finished ninth. But but he was the he was it. I mean, for thirty six holes, he was the guy. Yeah, was, I'm fully aware of that. I power on my season a, team. Yeah. <laughs> how uh, how do you guys feel about uh, Adam Scott playing his first PGA tournament of the year? I welcome him back to the. I welcome him back to professional golf. He usually debuts about this time, and you know, for him, it's all a build up to the Masters. So, like Louis, you know, kind of curious to see how they look, but I'm not sure I'm in uh, yet for daily fantasy. I want I want to see it. When he played in Dubai. He did. And he was he, he, oh, top 10 that. in Dubai. So right. there was that. And I'm talking, he being Adam Scott. Scott, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Louis, um, I, didn't he, he played last week in Saudi, right? I don't, I don't think Louis played in like two and a half months so. anywhere. I don't think so. I think the stat I saw was 81 days without teaming up in a tournament. He, uh, he's, I, we have a note said he was listed in the field for it. That's why oh, I was right. asking that. But I didn't hear it. Word one about him. He he's been dealing with a back too. It's a little different with him. I'm gonna stay away from Louis. And and um, Scott not only played Dubai, Scott played Abu Dhabi also. So he played in two tournaments in late January and he finished top ten in both of those. Yeah. So that well, you know, I, 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 I over Louis. Yeah. I welcome Scott to the United States. Uh, for <laughs> there you go. In that case, I'm very good of you to welcome. <laughs> very welcoming you are, Mr. Jeff Ritter. But uh, appreciate you for that. Uh, let's move on to the seven thousands tier. A lot of names here. So, again, I I, I, I will mention, frequently mentioned man of the podcast, Abe Answer, ball striker extraordinaire, except for this year, uh, is only 7,900 this uh, this week. You know, it shows how strong I think the field is. Uh, There's some interesting names here. I'm just going to throw it to you, Jeff, and let you kind of riff through. Like, let's just go 
75 to 79. Is there any names you like there first before we go to the lower levels? I like uh, I like Keith Mitchell off this tier. Yep. Um, so does Len Hockberg. I saw I, that. Does he? Okay, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. He's yeah. I I think Mitchell, another guy who kind of like it starts with power, but the rest of the game seems to be coming together. I believe he was top 15 in approach shots last week. In addition to normally you'd expect him to do well in, off the tee, stroke skiing off the tee, but. Maybe the full game is coming together. He's starting to just play himself up leaderboards more often, and this feels like the right course profile. So I flagged Mitchell as a player who's out quietly on the rise, and and maybe this is a week it's it, it's a new level. Scott, I like I like the seven thousands a lot this week. I'm going to play two, three, four guys in the seven thousand on most of my teams. Uh, first guy in this kind of top tier seven thousand. I like I like Taylor Gooch a lot this week at seventy eight hundred. Uh, finished 20th at Farmers. He missed the cut at Amex, but he, you know, gained a nice 5.3 T to green at, at Farmers. You take this field and you look at the top 24 rounds. Um, he's 11th in the whole field in shot gain T to green, 10th in approach, just hitting the ball really well. I like him at the price. You know, he was a little bit higher uh, earlier, and then now he's down in the 7,000. I really like that price. Um, I think Maverick, Maverick McNeely, he was he was kind of blah last week, but he still made seven straight cuts, top 35 in his last six tournaments. Uh, you look at birdies or better gain. He's ninth in the field last 24 rounds. It's hard to skip Luke List. Like I know he won his last tournament. You always, you never want to go back to a guy who just won. But um, you know he's first in this whole field in tee to green. If you take the last twenty four rounds, he's second in shots gained off the tee. Like he's hitting the ball really legit well. Um, if he just puts average, it's hard to see him not being in the mix. Just won at Farmers when he did, gained seven point four tee to green, a five point approach. He's hit the ball so well. Um, but it's always hard to go to a guy after he just won his first tournament. Yeah, it is. At least it, he took a week off after that, yeah. so maybe his phone isn't blowing up this week as much. Uh, that's Hoagie's job uh, this week, and he's not the defending champ. You know, the only only negative I think about Gooch is course history. Hasn't played well too well at this course, but he's a different player now too. But and it's interesting. I, what he should do, what he needs to do. The waste management became the WM Open, and look look how just streamlined <laughs> that is. Gooch has to do the same. This is he should this week become TK Gooch as we've discussed, rebrand himself, <laughs> and is and is off. There in, you go. In this range, also very quietly, Siwoo Kim has been top eleven his last two tournaments. He was eleventh at Farmers, eleventh at the Amex. He's playing, good playing good golf, and he's someone that um, in this range not only can can you know kind of make a top thirty. Siwoo Kim's a guy that when he plays well can win a tournament too. So yep. I think uh, I think in the mid sevens, I think Siwoo is an interesting play too. We got three guys playing their first tournament uh, since their their first win, and they're all within like you know six hundred dollars of each other. We mentioned obviously we mentioned. Uh, 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 Luke List, but also uh, Hoagie and yeah. also Harold, Harold Varner, who had the walk-off uh, win in Saudi, which is pretty darn incredible, too. So he's there at 78, you know, and jet-lagged and all that. But, man, he's got to be that, flying. Was that, was that his first win ever? I think so. Yeah, at least I think you're right. At yeah. this level. I mean, yes. maybe as an amateur, he's, I'm right. sure he's won, but that was a little a, different that was, here. That was an awesome putt, by the way. It was. It yeah. was incredible. He's like, I'm just hoping to get it close and force a playoff. And, oh, no, I've won. Yay. And Bubba was going crazy for him, even though he got beat. It was pretty cool to see. The man, uh, the man, with, the man with the best shoes in golf deserved to win, so I'm happy for that. There you go. Uh, how about the cheaper? 7,400. We'll go all the way into the sixes here instead of listing them all out. Scott, we'll go to you first this time. Who do you like? Um, I'm gonna between seven and seven five. I'll get to the sixes in a second, but there's there's three names I, I do like in here. I really like Russell Knox this week. He's seventy three hundred. Um, he's six in the field in in shots gained, ball striking the last twelve rounds, playing really well recently. I kind of limit it down just who's playing really well in the last few tournaments. Um, he was thirty third at Pebble, but gained in tee to green and approach really well in the two tracked rounds. 
He was seventh at Sony, gained really well in those metrics also. So just hitting the ball really well. He's a guy that when he's playing well can compete also. 7,200 is a good price for him. Um, back to my guy at 7,200, I like Keegan Bradley again. He was 12th at Sony, hit it well, gained nine shots tee to green. He was only 65th, I think, at Farmers, but gained tee to green approach. He lost 4.1 putting, which is kind of the Keegan, Keegan Bradley experience. So you have to, you know, one of those guys, if he, if he puts average, can be a, you know, a top 15 uh, guy this week. And then it's hard not to go back to Mito Pereira at the, at the cheap price of 7,000. He he struggled last week. He missed the cut. He was 25th at Farmers, though, and gained really well in the ball striking metrics. Um, he was bad last week, though. He's 70, 71, 73. Did not play well at any point. I think he was 73 at Pebble over the weekend, too. Um, but uh, I think he's a, just a better player than the 7,000 price tag overall uh, would, would tell you. Mito and I are going to take a break this week. <laughs> I, I went I went Fair enough. pretty big. I went pretty big on him last week. I, I mean, it's a great price. Maybe this is the bounce back week, but I'm going to take a week off from Mito. Uh, really like what you said about Keegan Bradley. He's becoming one of your one of the podcast favorites. I also think Joel Damon uh, is a guy that kind of fits the Keith Mitchell profile of like a power player where putting and around the green gets shaky. But it, another guy that just looks like he's starting to come together is is Joel Damon, and I think that's a really good price for him. And this is a, potentially a very good course for him as well. A lot of TV time last week too. Uh, yep. it was kind of fun to see that about that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, last time out bum, Aaron Wise at 71. I, I, I still like the ball striking. I think, you know, he'll be overlooked. People are like, I'm burned. You know, I'm going to take a break from Aaron Wise. Uh, I think you can slide him in at 71. And I think he's going to be, uh, I, I think he'll come through with that there. I, 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 if ever if he's everyone's trendy breakout guy, good ball striker, this is a good course for him. I, I think I like him here. And it was really only the one bad round. He played really well on Thursday. He was like yeah. minus five, and then he just tanked on the south course. So uh, I do I, I like that too because I liked going to that tournament too. And I, you know, one bad round is not enough to get me off him. Exactly, exactly. That's the way I look at it. I like it that too. call. Uh, Six thousands. Uh, I know we got we got a little bit of time crunch to get Jeff out of here on time. Let's race through these. Jeff, who do you like in the six thousands? Flag Nick Taylor is a guy who's just making cuts uh, all over the place. It seems like not a lot of desert golf in Canada where he's from, but I still thought maybe at the price uh, <laughs> he's got a consistent profile. I also think for a fun pick, James Hahn, it's four out of five cuts here tends to pop up on television, dancing his way off the 17th green, but he's also had a dance his way into contention here a couple times. So at a very, very low price, I thought that could be worth taking a shot. And then, one guy that I had on my season-long team and I dropped him, uh, I think it's Steven Yeager, even though it's spelled Stefan Yeager. But, uh, I mean, he, he came into this season with a, a winning profile and pedigree, and I had him on the season-long team until I, I dropped him a couple weeks ago. But he's reached bottom-of-the-barrel status now on, on DFS. And I just think he's a guy that I, I felt like was going to pop up somewhere this year. Maybe this is the week he makes a cut and starts putting it together. Scott? Yeah, three names I'm looking at down here, and it's wild. You need the six hours. There's so many. We don't hit the same guy, but I, I kind of bumped on Nick Taylor also. He's played three events in, in 2022. Jeff mentioned the making cuts, but not only that, but three top 35s. Um, he gained T to green and approach in all three tournaments so far. So 6,800, I think, is a good price there. Dropping down a little way, I think that Sepp Straka is interesting at 6,400. Really cheap. Again, three events in 2020, three made cuts. You got, you got to like that, you know, making cuts in this range is kind of all you want. Um, finished 16th at Farmers, a really tough course. He gained 5.8 T degree in there, so hitting the ball well. Did miss the cut here the last couple of years, but I just like how he's playing right now. 
And then thirdly, kind of an old name, old friend, Adam Hadwin at 6,900. Uh, missed the cut at Torrey. I think that course is probably too long for him anyway. But the other two tournaments he's played in 2022, both of them were top 25s. And he was 16th last week at Pebble. So playing well right now and a guy who, you know, used to be a, a really, really good player. is kind of taking a step back. But um, I like the fact that he's playing well right now. And I think he kind of fits here for a, a made cut in the top 25. I can't believe Jeff let uh, Sepp Straka reference go, you know, go by there. I'm just, just very disappointed. Uh, he's priced below Kucher this week. I noticed, which uh, for a long time last year it was it was reversed. But the 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 protege once again is behind the master. I don't know. Back, Matt Kucher could be the 10. American Sepp Straka, as far as I'm could concerned. <laughs> the back door, the back door top ten will be open on Sunday, as it always is. Boy, boy, did Kucher love to do that in, over the years. <laughs> Let's talk from our, our betting sheet here. Let's take a look, quick look at some of the guys that want. Just a, it's funny, even with this loaded field, Rom is only seven plus seven fifty. It's pretty amazing to me. Uh, but uh, at least according to FanDuel, with uh, RotoWire's, if you go to RotoWire's uh, sports betting page, it, you can pull up an option there where it gets you the best odds per player. And so sometimes it's FanDuel, sometimes it's DraftKings. It's a really good option. You can check out RotoWire.com/slash/free. Get your free ten day trial. Go to the RotoWire, uh, and you go to go to the golf page and the sports betting tab. You can see all those odds. There's some good stuff there to help you maybe save some time to find a better deal there. Uh, guys, who do we like on our betting sheet? Jeff, how about you first? So I was. Uh, we got to see if we have the SI Sportsbook in the RotoWire tab, but we'll check that out. But I like Brooks Kepka, thirty-three to one for the defending champ. I know he missed a cut last time, but this is he. This this is one of those tracks that's a non-major. That still registers on the Brooks Kepka give a crap meter, and as, <laughs> as evidenced by his win last year, it's it's tough to repeat. But he loves the desert golf, and I think those are pretty great odds for Brooks. So I, I'm also I would get in on Keith Mitchell. I mentioned him earlier, but let's see what do we about sixty to one. Yeah, sixty six to one on SI. I love that. And where is Webb Simpson? He's too low in DraftKings. That means he's probably going to be too low. And yeah, forty to one. I'm in there yeah. too. Yeah, best I see is points bet at forty to uh, is at forty to one on him. Uh, Scott, who's on your betting sheet? Tough because I'm, I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm not going to take any of the top tier. I think the prices. I mean, I love Roman Thomas and Hideki, but I think the prices are too low. So I'm going to take two guys in the second tier and skip the third tier. So I'm going to go um, Xander at twenty to one and Scheffler at twenty two to one. I like both those prices. I think those both those guys have a, have a really good shot to compete and, and maybe win this tournament. Then I'm going to drop down kind of the fourth or fifth tier. There's a, there's three guys at fifty I like. Probably can only take two. So I'm going to go Taylor Gooch at 50 and Matthew Fitzpatrick at 50 also. I think both of those are um, really good numbers. Corey Connors in there at 50 also, but I think I'm going to go Gooch and Fitzpatrick instead of them. Then I'm going to drop back and uh, go over 100 and play a few darts. Um, I like uh, Russell Knox at 150 to 1, Keegan at 130 to 1, and Siwoo Kim at 100 to 1. Uh, a couple bucks on those as, as some some darts and hope you get to, hope you get a runner on Sunday and make some money before the Super Bowl starts. I don't know. I just see a mar- I see marquee winner this week. There's just too many stars in this field for yeah. a hoagie effect. But I like I like all of those long shot picks. But to me, it feel I just kind of cut it off at 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 Mitchell at sixty six to one and went back up the board for my yeah. I don't I, I don't I don't think that's a problem at all. I I do like some of the forties and fifties and the, a couple twenties also. So that's uh you're right. It's usually uh, usually a big name guy wins this thing. Yeah, uh, there are. And it's the last time Ricky Fowler won, too, while we're at it there. and You, all, you always have to stick one Ricky Fowler jab in there, don't you? Eh, no, it wasn't really a jab. Uh, just This is a good course for him. Um, it's also, I can make the Johnny Miller jab. It's also the last place where Johnny Miller did a broadcast, too. Quit after the third round. 
not quit, but he announced his, you know, that he retired after that unplanned, not like some abrupt quit. But anyways, moving on, uh, one and done. Let's go Scott first. Who do you got? Yeah, last week I had a top 20, but not really making enough money to, to make a big difference. So I need to I need to hit something here. So I'm going to go with a big name guy. I think uh, I agree with Jeff that a big name guy wins this week. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play. Uh, I'm going to play Xander Shoffley in my one and done this week. I think this is the, this is the year he gets it done at Phoenix. Yeah. Scott, uh, I'm just going to say right now, I'm, I'm on board with you. I'm doing that too. I won't be different. I'll take Xander also. All right. I like it. Let's get a win. I am going to go with Scotty Scheffler to break through, and I'm going to parlay it with the Rams. You're welcome Boo. again. I hope you lose. <laughs> Boo earns. I just said, but that's all right. That's all, that's all good. And you don't want me – I, we don't want you doing football picks. You don't want me doing one-and-done picks, so I'm sorry, Scott. But uh, Although I did make the cut this week, so I got that going for me, which nice, is nice. nice. Um, that's going to wrap up Gaming Golf for this week. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening to us. Uh, please send us feedback. Send us more of what you want to hear what you uh, want us to cover. If there's anything we're not covering that you want us to hit, let us know. Uh, That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.